favorite gossip, the F1 Podcast. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to Great Gossip. Episode number eight. We are here, ready to get back in the swing of things. My name is Dell. I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Julie. Hello, everyone. What is going on? Not too much. Tuesday in balmy Austin. So is it hot? hot and humid? Not humid. Just like, you know, high 90s. Did you do anything this weekend? I actually had the weekend to myself, believe it or not. Uh, wifey and kid went up to see your parents. I think your mom was building a new kitchen or something like that. Okay. So she wanted some um, some advice on color scheme and, and all that jazz. So your sister went up and, and took the little guy with. So I was chilling. Not doing anything when people are at the house is one thing, but when you have the house to yourself, totally different level of chill. So I enjoyed it. Ultimate lazy vibes. Yeah, that was that was really it. I feel like uh, I am in a really good spot mentally to get back into the second half of the season. It seemed to go by really quickly this summer break for F1. It did go by quickly. And I think in part of that is because we had the podcast. So we still had something to look forward to and talk about every week versus not really thinking about it much for an entire month. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It was, uh, we still, we still had work. We knocked out a few episodes. I would say last week we had so much, uh, so much input from fans on on the WAGS episode, which was great. It seemed like a lot of people enjoyed that. Had I known it was going to get so much love, I, I, shit, (laughs) we may have put more time into that one. Um, but there seems to be a, uh, a really big crowd that follows, uh, the WAGS, which is great. And, uh, we'll have to, we'll have to do a follow-up at some point down the road. Definitely. Because you know they'll all change. Well, some of them will change probably in a couple months. And then yep. definitely before the start of next season. Big news was Japanese Grand Prix canceled. I think we talked about that a few episodes ago. I can't say I'm like surprised. No, no not at all. I mean, you know, Olympics versus Formula One. Totally. They spent all that money, like the Olympics. They had to have it. Yeah, they had to have it. And it just, uh, you know, I mean, Formula One is a big deal. They've got a lot of money behind it. But, you know, the Olympics is a, is a different level of uh, investment, to your point. So not surprised there. Um, so we have now two TBCs on the calendar. We'll see if they're able to fill it. I can't imagine they just don't find a sub. There's just too much money involved. But you never know. I don't know. It's a lot to like coordinate though. So you had the Japanese Grand Prix canceled. Um, this isn't really new news. It's been out there, but we're getting closer to that Schumacher documentary on Netflix. I had no idea there was a Shoemaker documentary. Yep. I think, do you think that they're going to talk about their shoemaking business? Definitely not. Definitely not. But uh, it comes out mid-September. So we've got like three weeks. And I have that one queued up, ready to go. So I'll probably watch it day of. It says that Sebastian Vettel is going to be in the documentary. I was just looking on IMDb. I mean, does that not bring me joy or does that not bring me joy? You think about it. That's such a big deal, especially if they're going to peel back the curtain a little bit. You know, if you get asked to be in that documentary and say no, 
<laughs> of course you're saying yes. So, so that should be a good one. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a really good educational resource for you. Yes, it will be. I'm looking. Is it a TV series or movies? No, I think it's a movie. Did you know that there were F1 drivers in the cartoon Cars 2? And Sebastian Vettel was one of them? Cars still on IMDb? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I went down like a really... Well, I was on IMDb to just kind of like check out the Shoemaker documentary. And then it said like, you know, oh, Sebastian Vettel is in the cast. And then it says, oh, I clicked on his IMDb and it says he's known for Cars 2. His voice is Sebastian Schnell in Cars 2. I didn't know that. I've seen the movie, though. Now I need to go watch Cars 2. It's probably a very small part, but that's a good fun fact. Um, and then other news, Toto Wolf and Lawrence Stroll. We talked about how those guys are boys. Under suspicion of insider trading. I did not see this. It just hit, I think, this morning. That's when I saw it. Maybe last night. Um, it's over the Toto's purchase, I believe, or maybe selling of shares uh, of the Aston Martin interest. Oh. So that's going to be interesting. I don't know if that has really any ramifications on this year but sounds expensive wait is the insider trading in america or no it's in the uk i believe okay so still kind of a big deal but uh yeah so anyways that's really all there was in the news in the last couple days that are noteworthy yeah so we got through i mean it's tuesday so we still have like you know two more days until race weekend starts but we got through the entire break without any news on George Russell going to Mercedes, which I can't remember. We'll have to go back, but did did we bet on this? We definitely put stuff out there. I don't know if we had, had an actual bet, but I, I thought it would have happened by now. Um, and I think Toto actually said nothing would come before Spa. So there, there's nothing happening, clearly, for the rest of this week. So that was a lack of news and also a lack of news about another race in America. So the two things both of us were hoping for did not did not happen during this break. It was pretty quiet, you know. I'm surprised. But then again, I guess if we're comparing it to other years, like last year was a little bit awkward of a year. But you would have thought something would have dropped. But I guess given the domino is Mercedes, everyone else is waiting for them to make, make their decision. So I get it. Now we're on the clock for sure. So we'll see what happens. Yep. And then in off-grid gossip this week, there wasn't terribly much. People were still vacationing. I did see something on the Instagram account Dumoy, which said that Pierre Gasly was on Raya in Milan. So apparently people were noticing him on that dating app. Carlos and Isa were seen together vacationing, which is actually newsworthy because they are normally not even seen together on like paparazzi shots. So that was pretty, that was either a mistake or they're starting to care less after we spilled the tea on our WAGS episode. It got out there like shit. They yeah, dropped it. exactly. That, that grid gossip podcast blew our cover. Um, and then just just moments ago, Lewis Hamilton posted on, well, I guess earlier in the week, he posted about how he was like, you know, taking this time during the break to 
not only stay off his phone, but like literally unplug from the world. So he had apparently no idea that any of that stuff in Afghanistan happened, which I totally get like unplugging, but like how unplugged are you to not even see that like a major world event happened? I was thinking about that and I was thinking back to like, when have I really unplugged? And it became very obvious. The only time I'm able to really unplug is when I travel somewhere that's so nice and so literally off the grid, no pun intended. That's when you can really unplug when you have the money or you have the ability to travel places and and just... For sure. But he's not traveling alone somewhere. So he was... he. I mean, he posted today a picture from a yacht. So we can imagine he was probably on a yacht somewhere. He's not on that yacht alone. So you think he's making everybody who's with him also not be on their phone or not talk about anything that's happening in the news or the world? I think that when you're around Lewis Hamilton, especially during summer break and he's still in, in the season, you probably just follow his, his lead, right? You know, you know what I mean? So first and foremost, if you're with him in the last couple of weeks, you're not some rando, right? You're, you're pretty close. So you kind of know how he's set up. If he wants to talk about the news, you talk about the news. If he's not talking about the news, you don't bring up the news. If you so. want to watch TV, you know what I mean? I think that's just, that's how it goes when you're at that level. Um, people just follow your lead. That makes me hate him more. <laughs> I'm not sure they do the same thing with Max. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. And then, so one, he posted this picture today from a yacht um, in a pretty cool outfit. I would say it's like a tame outfit for him, but he has like a can in his hand and he like made a disclaimer in his caption that like it's ginger ale, by the way. He's just assuming people are going to talk about it. Well, he should really just come to the mindset of like, I don't care what people say. He cares too much what people are going to say to him in the comments or like think. He needs to be more carefree and just say like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And I think that's easy to say. And I, I do 100% agree with you. I think that's so hard to do. I mean, especially at that level. You I just mean- turn off the comments. If you can unplug without listening to the news or checking his phone for two weeks, then he can absolutely ignore comments. I will say the first thing I, I did when I saw that picture of him on the boat holding the can, I, I zoomed in on the can. I zoomed in on the can immediately. I couldn't tell what kind of drink it was. I was like, is that a soda? I was more distracted by this like mushy caption. And then I was like, oh, are people going to question the ginger ale? The other thing I just noticed in this picture is he 100% shaves his legs. His legs are butter smooth. There's no hair on that. Those legs. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't confirm or deny that. Some guys don't have a lot of hair on their legs, though. But I mean, there's none on those legs. Yeah, they're butter smooth. Um, otherwise, not much off the grid. Max and Kelly were in St. Bart's, taking a lot of pictures and posting of one another. He was like doing crazy flips on a Red Bull. Um, what are those things? Oh, uh, water ski, not water ski, ski jet, water jet, jet water. What do they call this? Jet, jet ski, jet, jet ski, ski. Yeah. a jet ski. <laughs> Holy shit! He posted four times about this jet ski, all on the same day. He was like amped about this jet. He ski. was pretty pumped. I've almost gotten hurt on this a few times, getting too crazy. I will say, I don't know if it was part of that photo collection, or maybe it was a separate one. But he had a picture with Kelly. And again, he must have listened to the to the podcast because he looked way more lively 
and less stone face killer in his pictures. And I was like, there you go. That's, that's what we need to see. We're just inspiring these drivers with our content, but like, it was like them and baby Penelope. So they're like a little cute, little happy family. Yeah, no, they are cute. Um, so moving on to the Belgium Grand Prix, I was, I've got to admit, I was very surprised that all of a sudden there was a race this week. I thought we had one more week for some reason. Um, so this thing crept up on us, but I'm, I'm super excited. This happens to be one of my favorite circuits. So I'm excited about that. One of the other things I didn't realize was that we started a triple header. I had no idea we're going back to back to back. So pretty exciting times. Last year at the Belgium Grand Prix, you had your your classic boring F1 podium, Lewis, Bottas, Max. At that point, Lewis was leading the Drivers' Championship by 47 points. So completely different scenario this year. A couple things about Spa, longest circuit on this year's calendar. It also has one of the highest elevations. Actually, it has the highest elevation change of any other circuit on the schedule. Did you know that Spa has the oldest casino in the world located right there? Opened in 1763. Still currently open. Okay. Stays open until 4 a.m. every day. That's before the United States Constitution. What was 1776? 1776, yeah. That's That's a long time. That probably turned into a pretty good investment for whoever opened that. So yeah, so that is that is Spa. I, I do like this track quite a bit. It has uh, some very long straights, some really f- high speed flat out turns, and uh, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So as we get to the second half of the season, Julie, we have we have twelve races on the calendar. We'll see if all twelve go down. Two TBCs, October eighth to tenth. That was the Japanese Grand Prix. And the November 19th to 21, which was the uh, open date already on the calendar. Lewis is leading Max by eight points, and Merck is leading Red Bull by 12. For me personally, and I want your thoughts on this, I'm actually more excited about the Ferrari McLaren constructors race. They're both tied at 163. I mean, it's still third place, though. Like, I would like to see. Mercedes and Red Bull like duke it out till the end and like not have either one of them pull out far enough in front of the other to like nab the title. I think that will be more entertaining. I think, yeah, Ferrari and McLaren will like duke it out, but like it's still just third place. For me, I guess, yeah, no, I agree. I, I do think Mercedes will pull away in the constructors. I think the, the driver's championship will, will remain tight, but I don't know. I just think the, the characters, you know, you think about Ferrari and McLaren, you know, everyone loves all four of those drivers. They've all done relatively well this year. And there's a big amount of money on the line. I mean, there's a big drop from third place in constructors to fourth. So uh, I'm excited about that. I didn't even know they were tied at 163 until like two days ago. I was like, oh, shit. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and then we talked about the driver's market, right? So everyone's still waiting for that first domino to drop. Once the Mercs decide on Bottas or Russell, I think everything else will figure itself out. The big question, there still seems to be questions about whether or not Sergio will be back for Red Bull. I think they'd be stupid not to keep him. Like, he he is, like, why would they change it again? Like, they've literally gone through such turmoil on that second seat in the last three years. He's giving them more points consistently than anyone else that they've had in the last two, three years. Are they really going to do another toss-up just to see 
Like who's going to get their second seat when they obviously have so much favoritism towards Max? Like the second seat for them is always going to be the second fiddle. I think Sergio doesn't mind being the number two, which is important when when driving with Max and on that team. You know, he, he could have done better on a few races here and there, but you could say that about any driver in that seat. And then what are their options? I mean, are they going to bring Pierre back? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but like I feel like that ship has passed. Red Bull, they just don't have realistic expectations of the number two driver. And part of that is due to the fact that they don't have the equipment to have both drivers in the fight. I think they've always felt like they should, but I mean, until this year, they never really had a car that could compete with Mercedes. And that showed how great Max was, right? Now this year they do, and you can tell by the constructors' points it's very close. So I agree. I think Sergio should give it, you know, should be given another another year, but um, they haven't confirmed that, so we'll see. Yep. We shall see. So for the triple header, we've got Belgium this week, followed by the Dutch Grand Prix. I'm I'm probably most excited about that race because it's a new circuit. Yeah, I'm gonna paint my face orange. Are you really? You're going to go all orange? No, I'm not fucking paint. I mean, maybe I'll put some extra bronzer on, <laughs> but like, I'm not going to paint my face orange like an Oompa Loompa. There you, I'm going to wear my Mac shirt, though. I do have a Mac shirt that you bought there me. There you go. It's all orange. I will wear that for the race. And then we we round out the triple header with the Italian Grand Prix at Monza. Nice. Which is another great circuit. Wasn't that the race last year that things went like completely crazy and like all the time, like... Lewis, Batas, Max all all got out, and it was like all the back burners up at the top. That was the one Pierre one, yeah, and and Signs was chasing yeah, him down. That was, yeah, oh, the adrenaline that from watching that race last year. That's that was one to remember. Yeah, that was. It's definitely a top three race for me that I've watched live since becoming a fan. It might even be number one. It's, I, I mean, last year had some ridiculous races. I, I will say, um, I give up on credit having some some very exciting races during COVID last year but that's the triple header so we'll see how it starts I feel like it's a, a big week I feel like Max has to get out and get a win but I think he's doing a 10 spot grid penalty because he's on his third engine so I don't know if they're taking that at this race or how that works but uh that is inevitable mm-hmm. so we'll see how they strategize around that all right so predictions as we go into race week here so let's just start with Spa Max I think he's in a. He hasn't won the last two races. He's going to come out like really focused. I think he got his fill with with Kelly during the break. I mean, he definitely had like the most low key, wifed up break. So he's probably relaxed, reset, and I think he'll he'll be really gunning for it. I think Max will be there. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins. I, I really do think Bottas pulls this one off. I don't know why. I, I have no. He hasn't really given me a reason to think that he's going to win this race, but. It might be his last chance to save his seat. So I'm going to go with Bottas, Lewis, Max, in some sort of order. Who takes third? Um, I think that McLaren will take third as long as Lando continues to perform. Otherwise, I think that Ferrari will because I think uh, Carlos and Charles are more consistently at the top of the, the front of the pack. Lando, he's had a couple of weekends where he's like fucked up. So if he continues to do that, they won't get third. And Daniel Ricardo's not getting them any points. Yeah, I think that's the thing for me. I'm really excited about this matchup. 
Um, I'm going to say Ferrari. I know they got some upgrades coming, but it's really to the point you just made. Daniel's been the the weak link this year. And so until he can figure that out, you got to give advantage Ferrari. Who's a first-time race winner of the second half of the year, if anyone? Has Lando won? No. I think Lando then. I was going to say Carlos out of like my own favoritism, but I think that Lando's more likely. Believe it or not, somewhere deep in my gut, it was just like, this is the answer. I actually think it's going to be signs. Oh my gosh. Can you, we got to like, thank God this is recorded. So you have to remember the one time that you were favoriting Carlos signs. Well, that's what makes it so shocking. Like I, I was thinking about it. And it just, it, my, my body just kept signs, signs. And you know how you I saw the signs for signs. I know. Wow. Speaking of which I did change my fantasy team. Just want to put that out there, but yeah, I think it's going to be signs. Okay. And I'm going to leave it at that. Um, one thing we forgot to talk about in on, in the off grid gossip was Daniel Ricardo was on the smart list podcast with like Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and some other dude. And I think the my favorite fact from the from the podcast was that for his LA home, his car of choice is like a massive pickup truck. Oh yeah. And he was saying that that was his car of choice because you just like don't have those types of vehicles in Australia. So he and he like doesn't have it anywhere else. So he was like, I'll just get a pickup truck. And you know how much he loves like the Texas Longhorns when he's at Coda. Yeah. So so. You know, Texas pickup truck. That makes sense. Yep. That makes sense. Good for him. I also, speaking of Daniel Ricardo, we got a DM uh, from a person that wanted to remain uh, anonymous, but gave us all kinds of information on who he's dating, her name, where she's from, the whole backstory. So super blown away by the uh, the, the follower engagement on the WAGS episode. We, we definitely, <laughs> we could do a whole nother episode on all the information we got. So uh, thank you to you guys. A couple days away, and uh, we're back to racing. So looking forward to it. And I hope it's a clean race. But the weather it looks rainy. is showing rain. It's showing rain all four days. So probably not going to get a clean race. And honestly, based on how the first half ended, it only seems right. So really looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us this week, guys. As always, feel free to engage with us on Instagram. We will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Peace.